Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce and the Yang. Hello, future people, and you're again listening to Getting Tabled. He's the Bruce. That would be me. And I'm a Yank. You're the Yank. Only because the other one's away. So, so I'm the Yankiest Yank? Yeah, well, you're not the one that's living in a five-star hotel and trying to pretend like you're in the desert somewhere. Well, it's a tent. It's just a tent. <laughs> for those listening, we've been picking on Captain Socks about this for months at this point, trying to claim that he's in a five-star hotel. He almost had a pool uh, at one point. With, and a bunch of rubber duckies for said pool. Oh, he did get the rubber duckies. Yeah, but, yeah, well... <clears throat> No, I, I I've been razzing him about the 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 tent before he was even in the tent. Um, it's been a quiet two weeks, uh, right? Uh yes and no. I mean, there's been a bit that's yes been going no. on, but it's been well, interesting. Actually, there's there's one thing. Remind me to be, say, George. Remember that one thing. So, George, remember that one thing. Well, later on when I haven't said that one thing. Okay. Newly received or noteworthy information especially about recent or important events. Oh, Wild JP has appeared, and he is highly ineffective. Now, that's fairly normal, though, isn't it? Um, sure. We uh, love you, JP. In the news. In the news, yes. Um, Mantic reveals new Kings of War starter set. Yeah, so, I mean, they've recently introduced their third edition of the game, so it's not unusual that they've got a new starter set coming. I mean, this is fairly standard. The thing I found it interesting, though, is this is Goblins versus Ratkin. Uh, the Ratkin are models that we haven't seen yet. They are totally not Skaven, um, and they're facing off against Goblins. But I can't think of Did another... Not goblins? Well, goblins are goblins, but I can't think of anybody else that's ever done essentially the bad guys versus the bad guys in a starter set. Well, it depends on what you call the bad guys. I mean, if you ask a dwarf player, the high elf and uh, lizardman starter set was bad guys versus bad guys. Well, that's true. I mean, the dwarves are right. I mean, so, the hairdressers are always yeah, bad guys, right? I mean, then again, I mean, you know, it may be because no one holds a dwarf or a grudge like a dwarf, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of their thing. <laughs> Um, we haven't really seen the Ratkin yet. Um, for those that are not overly familiar with Kings of War, Kings of War is a game that's been out for a while. It did come to some pretty significant prominence when the old fantasy battle died uh, or was murdered. Depends on your opinion. Um, and as part of that prominence, they released a book of armies from other games that you could use in their games, you know, just because, hey, we're nice and we're going to give you this so that you can still play with your stuff and not be angry anymore. Uh, it did work. It got them a lot of customers. Um, and as part of that, they're now releasing their own miniatures for the Rat King. Um, Kings of War is actually genuinely a really good game. Um, I do, in theory, play it. Like, in theory, I play many things. Um, I actually do have a pretty much fully ready army for this if disease ever lets us do a thing again. Um, but yeah, Bill Gates says, says by the end of 21, um, it should return to normal. Bill, Bill Gates said by the end of 21. Uh, War Cradle have also announced that Firestorm Armada is coming into beta. 
Uh, and not just announced it, you can literally go and download the rules and everything. This is very similar to how they did this with Dystopian Wars in July last year. Um, Dystopian Wars was originally supposed to be out for Gen Con. Uh, Gen Con didn't happen, and obviously because of COVID... It didn't? No, it's funny that. Uh, because oh, COVID has kind of slopped, uh, slowed everything down, um, Dystopian Wars are still not out yet. But in theory, with that sort of time frame, I would imagine that we should, in theory, have this by Christmas next year. Um, that's just an educated guess, and obviously that depends on <gasps> the world becoming normal again. But there's going to be a lot of people very excited to get Firestorm Armada back on the table. Um, TT Combat might have a little bit of competition in the market again. Yeah, I, I was I was about to say, um, uh, Firestorm Armada was a thing, then we got Drop Fleet Commander, then Firestorm Armada stopped being a thing. Mm -hmm. And so Drop Fleet Commander has been the only thing, and now, now this. So um, do we have more things to worry about now? Well... We don't have more. Well, we have more things to buy, possibly. But well, you, know, you, you get what I'm saying. I, I'm yeah. definitely not buying into it. Um, look, okay. Firestorm Armada is a very popular game with a very certain fan base. Um, I have watched a game, uh, and it certainly looks interesting, but it didn't look like something I wanted to play. Um, it's quite a lot more complicated than we'll. Drop. We'll have to ask Wait. Captain Socks what he thinks when he gets back because. He was a Firestorm Armada player before Drop Fleet. And he sold his yep. specifically for Drop Fleet, if I remember correctly, from the, the Hot LZ days. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, like I said, this is going to give TT Combat um, somebody in the marketplace that's competing with one of their big games. Um, I'm not saying that they should be scared by any means like not, like that's not what I'm saying at all um, if anything I think this will probably help but it'll, competition usually helps most things um, that's where I suspect this will go more than anything else so yeah if you're interested in Firestorm Amada you can literally download the rules the fleet lists you can download hex bases templates tokens and everything um, in the show notes we will show you where you can get them from which is firestormonmatter.com. I, I would like to give a big shout out to my girlfriend, Casey, who literally just brought me two ice cubes for my drink that had ran out of ice. Where's my ice? I, I will text her. <laughs> um, Day of the Dead's come a little early, like three months early. No, two months early. Um, Lewis and the guys over at TT Combat have finally revealed and put up for sale the final team from the Muti Carlo Rumble Slam team, um, which is Mexican undead. Oh. Yeah, I love this. I love the fact that the big guy is drinking like taco cheese, which is coming out of his bones. It just looks amazing. Well, it's it's uh, it's Dia de los Muertos theme. So let's be honest, it's Corona coming out. Oh, is that what it's supposed to be? There is also a special character who is Sinora Morte. Morte? I don't know. My, my Spanish is... Muerta. Mer ah, Muerta, of course. That would make sense. Um, very gothic. Um, I kind of like... I don't know. She's like a skeleton zombie type thing. Like, she actually has legs. Uh, and she's wearing fishnets, which is interesting. Um, an undead thing wearing fishnets is always interesting. Uh, half undead, because there's still some flesh. Hence the reason I said skeleton zombie type thing. Okay, okay, okay. Right, right, fair. However, uh, again, 
Yes. Bruce has a copy of the main box. <gasps> what? I backed this on Kickstarter. This was actually something that was introduced through a Kickstarter for their Egyptian undead stuff. Um, so, yes, Bruce has a copy that he hasn't even opened yet, and he will be doing that later for a video, probably. Uh, no, there's no probably. I'll break your kneecaps. <laughs> you can try. you got to fly over here first. Well, give me a reason. <laughs> I have Tim Tam, um, you can't get them. No, I have Cherry Ripe, you can't get them. That. Well, no, actually, uh, it's called Amazon. Yes, I know. We, I'm the one who told you that. No, we're, we're cruising through YouTube, and we saw that. We're like, Bruce, send us... What? We need this. Are, are they as amazing as they look? They are very nice. Okay. Real shame. I can get them real... I can go to the supermarket right now and buy one. Like, really easily. <laughs> For those that are listening to the podcast and not watching us... I just got flipped off. So I think I won that. I, I, I saluted you. Um, Bruce has... Fe oh, whoa, the prices are an AUD. That means you don't yeah. have to pay uh, a kidney and a testicle for shipping? No, no. And these guys actually live like an hour and a half away from me. Not that I can go there at the moment, but in theory, I could. Um, let's just say... If the world is normal. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, postage is a thing. Um, miniature scenery are a tabletop company. They do scenery, funnily enough. I mean, with a name like that, I'm sure you're massively surprised they do scenery. Um, they've done an expansion for their paint racks to introduce a system so that you can actually stack stuff on top of each other. It's all yeah. centered around their up shelf, uh, which I, I was going to say that's. That's it's a very very clever name. It's an oh yeah, that's right. Because you put things up on a shelf. And... <laughs> no, I think this is great. Um, based on what you said about uh, Artie Station kind of kind of failing you. Um... Yeah, I mean, look, it, it just wasn't what I wanted. Uh, well, mm -hmm. it, it's what I wanted, but it it, it didn't work as holding things in place the way I wanted it to. Like, it, like everything just kind of falls out of it. Um, it was like the difference between boxers and a jockstrap. Sure. <laughs> sure <laughs> um so for those that are not familiar arty station are a smaller company that's trying to pretend that their hobby's own um i'm sorry but they are i don't know if they're they're smaller um they're, they're maybe not just as prominent because they're in the the oceanic pacific area versus hobby zone is in the hotbed of the, the hobby. Yeah, right. as opposed to in Korea. That is true. Um, they're right, probably, so. and being from that part of the world, they're probably aiming more at the Gunpla company, that uh, customer base than us. Gundam. Yes, Gunpla. Oh, okay. Yeah, Gunpla is like off, you know, what Gundam falls under yeah. from memory. But yeah, they, they show off a lot of Tamiya paints, you know, being held in their racks. Yes. So, yeah. And that's a very, you know, obviously, you know, Japanese thing. So, yeah. Um, so this is your more traditional. Um, kind of sitting this way, and the paints just go in tiers. Um, and then they've got they've got a shelf that comes up along the side of it, and you can put another one over the top. I mean, it's it's a simple concept, but it it clearly works. Yeah, uh, they've also oh, introduced a couple of corner pieces. I mean, it's a nice looking setup. Um, because everything's kind of flat to the table in tiers, it's going to take up more space than the hobby zone stuff does. 
Um, but not by much. Um, and only yeah. because we've got more stuff that's going to fit in it. Yeah, l- looking at this, if I'm going on a scale of one to ten, and I say Hobby Zone is a nine. I'll, I'll, Hobby Zone's a nine, and Artie Station is a seven and a half. I'll give these guys like a solid six and a half. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's a standard, stores, but they, it's a very standard paint rack. Um, yeah, and they've they, just they, they found a way any, to make it work. Yeah, they don't have any bin or bit storage, you know, so to speak, like Artie oh, and no. Hobby Zone yeah. have. So, Hobby Zone's um, great looking creme de la creme. Yeah, e- e- even, you know, even though that uh, they're trying to get, you know, their, their IPs getting stolen. So, yeah. Yeah, from a couple of sources, apparently. That was something that hit the news, what, about a week and a half ago now? Yeah, I but thought Hobby we talked Zone, about that. Yeah, I think we spoke about it privately. I don't know if we actually spoke about the actual... No, pro- I think we talked about it. Okay. Um, this one, this one, this is another one that's uh, pretty close to you guys. Uh, what Literally, you guys? I, I mean, I've met one of the owners of this. You, you upside down folks, the uh, Twisted... Yep. No, I remember we talked about this because uh, they had like the uh, uh, the steampunky, um, the steampunky um, monster Oliver guy. Yeah, uh, can I have some um, more, please? Yes, uh, Oliver Twist. Yes, yes. Um, looks like they're doing some 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 more stuff. Yeah, so they've got an, this. Actually, got hinted at like a few oh, days man. after our previous episode went live. Um, so Twisted is a, by a company called Demented Games. We gave these guys a bit of a feature just kind of randomly in one of our Aiming for the Indie because we've been trying to do that a lot more. Um, Mm -hmm. And then by pure coincidence, it seems to have lined up really well with the fact that they're now doing a Kickstarter. (laughs) Just right in the middle of it. So this is giving an expansion to the game that's been doing quite nicely. um, And it's introducing large monster-type things to the game. They're, um, the monsters are designed to kind of work with anybody in theory-ish. I mean, obviously, there's going to be one that's going to aesthetically go with the crews that you've got. There's one that's like a sphinx, which very clearly go with the Egyptian-themed guys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one that is one of the... Oh, I can't think what they're actually called, but the, the golem-type things that live in their sewers. Uh, it's a sewer golem with... Somebody sitting on its that, shoulder. That's probably my favorite thing. I was going to say that mini just looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I like the fact that like what Peter and Seb actually do is they actually show you the sculpting process of all of their stuff as well. Uh, and they've been doing this from the very start. Um, yeah. It's Peter that I've met several times, actually. I mean, I wouldn't say I know Peter, um, but I have met him several times and had genuine conversations with him. Um, I always spoke to him at PAX um, whenever he was at... When you had PAX? When I had PAX, yeah. and It's an online thing this year. Uh, whenever he was at House of War doing a thing for this, I would always spend time and, yeah. Um, good guys. I haven't met Seb, though, because he lives in Sydney and who wants to go to Sydney other than foreigners and stuff? Is that uh, like going to like Chicago for me? Sure, maybe. I don't know. I'm just giving I'm just giving Sydney a hard time because Melbourneers will always give Sydney a hard time. It's just a thing. The tunneling spinner gotcha. is a creepy spider with a drill on the front of it. Uh, that's probably my second favorite. Um, it's like digging or you can put the tunnels in London. Yeah, it's got tunnel. It's got it's got tentacles and. What looks like a giant brain on the back of it? I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be, but it's painted to look like a giant brain in my head. 
Well, okay, so it's telling Spinner plus the Count Duval upgrade, and then there's tentacles. Yep. There's also like the Longmar, which is a dragon horse, um, which is also... I mean, there's nothing in this that is not gorgeous. And then we go on to the, the add-ons. There's a mysterious guild agent who was very shadowy, and I hadn't seen him until a few seconds ago, uh, because they've only just revealed him, obviously. Uh, I say obviously, but I hadn't seen it. Um, the next one is a Demi-Sphinx, so it's like an underling to the big one. And, ah, here we go. This is the one I was looking for. Count Duvial rides on a version of the Tunneler, which is the version... Yeah, that that's had. what I was just talking about. Yeah. Um, when you add him to the Tunneler, it probably becomes my favorite version. Um, it's the, just tentacles look awesome. Thoroughly creepy. Oh, yeah. Very, very much so. Uh, and then there's a Scarab Mummy, which is... There's a lot in this for the Egyptian stuff. Um, but... These are gorgeous. I'm, I'm not saying because they're an Australian company. Much, they are just gorgeous. I'm currently looking to see how much uh, your your monies are, are in my monies. Um, it'll be around 35-ish for you each. So, so that entire thing is 153 for me. That is that is stupid, stupid good. I have the gargantuan just arrived. Oh, wait, okay, okay here we go. Um, yeah, no, good-looking stuff. I... I want to do this game because it's it also kind of you know like it fits up in my wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, the the big uh, all, all in is only 182 for me. So yeah, um, I just I can't justify I can't justify doing anything else <laughs> right now. The other issue for you is that you would need to actually get one of the actual forces as well, which means that you would have to decide which one you want. Is probably the harder part for you. Well, I, I'd, I'd have to get probably two so I could have one to have to play against someone else. Because if I say, "Hey, you want to play this game?" they're like, "I've never heard of this." Oh well, I have two armies. That works. So, um, uh, uh ah, here we go. Uh, next on on the list. Um, uh, crusading into the Nexus and tactical terrain. Yeah, so, so there's a bit of a discussion initially uh, with the new codexes that are coming out. There's a new merit a narrative campaign that's coming out for Crusade, um, along with mission packs for chapter approved. The interesting thing I found in this though is you're getting data sheets for all of the existing terrain, which is all very exciting. But you actually get a really nice-looking terrain set. Now, I say it's really nice and interesting-looking, but it may not be, depending on the price. But just visually, I love the look of it, this visually. Um, it's all pipes and tunnels and ruins, and there's a, a random temple in the middle of it. Um, it appears to be very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It appears to be very modular. Um so you can kind of build it in any way that you want. It's, it appears to have been done that way on purpose. Uh, there's a couple of singular pieces that you can buy separately as well, and they're re-releasing their armoured containers, which will make certain people very happy, and it'll make the scalpers very unhappy. No, it'll make the people stupid enough to buy this from the scalpers very unhappy. But <laughs> I'm sorry, if you pay um, too much for this, it's your own fault. I'm not giving you any sympathy. The, the, there's just been a recent uproar with a, a limited edition book that uh, GW was selling for 40 pounds and it sold out instantly. And now it's up on uh, eBay for 150 pounds a book. Yeah, don't here's buy my, Here's my surprise face. 
This is happening in every industry. It's happening in sand shoes, for goodness sakes. We shouldn't be surprised. And it's not just the flippers that are the problem. It's the idiots that are giving them money that's the problem. Like, I have to have this, so I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I understand for a collection you may want to have everything um, because, you know, it's that's the way collecting works. But if you know you're paying too much for an item and you still choose to do that because you need to have something, that's just as much your fault as it is the person that ripped you off because you know you're getting ripped off and you're making the decision to still do it. Sorry, it's harsh, but it's kind of true. um, I'm going to link you something real quick in the chat, but uh, I have been less than impressed with Games Workshop uh, pipe terrain after I saw this stuff. Um, Let me remember that I'm using a Mac instead of a a Windows system right now. While you're doing that, through the power of editing, I'm running and then coming back. The Bruce has a package. I would hope so. Certainly looks interesting. 3D printed magnetic toy. Um, this is not going to fund. Yeah, it, it does not look like it's going to fund. But I saw it on Kickstarter, on Indiegogo, and and I, and I and I I can't find it on Kickstarter. So, but um, no, because it's only on Indiegogo. The, the fact that it's on no, Indiegogo it on is the first problem. Um, Indiegogo is, in my personal opinion, a website to avoid. Um, right, but but Bruce, I'm saying I saw it on Kickstarter once. Oh, really? Oh, I've really? seen it. Yeah, I, I've seen it on there. I can't. So, um, um, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm unable to find it now. And unfortunately, on Indiegogo, it does look like it is not going to fund. But I think this, this is way better than any of the pipe stuff GW has done. Yeah, I mean, it certainly looks good. It's designed very. It's designed in a way that not only allows it to be magnetized, but allows you to hide the fact that it's magnetized, which I've never seen mm-hmm. anybody yeah. do before. Um, yeah. So. The problem I have with it is it's another one of these projects where after going on Kickstarter, I don't know if they were successful or not, but either they failed there, so they've gone to Indiegogo because Indiegogo are more laps about what they let through. Or it's been successful and they've gone to Indiegogo to try to get them the money out of that one as well, which is it's not good. The problem I have with Indiegogo is that company people can go to Indiegogo with a project without having to prove the project exists. This item doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They actually show the item after having been printed. But people get ripped off on Indiegogo even more frequently than they get ripped off on Kickstarter. Um, yeah. because Indiegogo just blatantly allows itself to be <clears throat> just blatantly so, allows itself to be used that way. Um, they've never yeah, you, you, any attempt to come down hard on it. Yeah, you talked about pipe terrain. I remembered this, and I, and I, I think I shared it. I shared it in the group a while ago, and I, I, I just forgot about it. But yeah, yeah. Um, possible I might have just ignored it because it was on Indiegogo, and I therefore didn't look at it. Uh, that well, no, I, I, I found it on Kickstarter. So so yeah. yeah anyways um, um as that will be finished before this even goes live let alone unlock to the public we won't bother mm-hmm. sharing the, oh no we'll share the link to that but it's going to be too late you won't be able to get it because it will have been closed by then so yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll share the link but just keep in mind that it's going to be too late for you to try to support that if you want to um finally yeah, in the news, yeah. um yeah what is it with us and finding controversial stuff to discuss lately? I swear I'm not doing this on purpose. 
Um, it's not that we're funny. It's just that it, it's, it's it's just getting thrown out there. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of you guys may know this already. It's not exactly like this didn't get noticed. The Battle Scribe, the entire Battle Scribe website went down about three days ago now at the time of recording. It might have been four. We're recording this on my Monday morning, Georgia's Sunday night. And I think this one second, Bruce. What was that? What did you say? Alexa, dog room off. And I is back. Okay, through the power of editing. So about again, three or four days ago, the Battle Scribe system completely went down. I suspect most of you know this and know where this story is going. Um, it went down because they were updating their database. That is why it went down. But the employee that was in charge of that decided to make a joke at the same time. I used to have a screenshot saying what it ha saying what the actual website said, but unfortunately, somebody deleted it. I don't believe I'm the one that did it. I think it might have been one of our collaborators that did. I'm not looking at George. I'm looking at somebody else. Uh, but if it was me, then I'm an idiot. Anyway, I, t I take the blame. It's my fault. So the joke that was made was blaming Warhammer 40k, so Games Workshop, for a DMCA strike, which led to at least 24 hours of Games Workshop getting abused over a copyright strike over something that they had no right to copyright strike, which is grey area. I mean, there are some people that would say that they have a right to. I'm not entirely convinced that it would actually work, but... Yeah, it's also a company that they've never actually made any problems with in the past. But anyway, Battlescribe have since admitted that it was a joke uh, at, I believe this is Australian time, 4am September 19th. So this is two days ago that they admitted that it was a joke. Uh, I'm literally going to read this word for word. So that thing about a DMCA takedown was just a joke by one of the data authors which didn't go over quite as intended. And I've got a face palm emoji there. So false alarm. There has not been a DMCA strike. Everything is fine. Thumb up. A, a retweet to help spread the word would be helpful because at this point they are they were in damage control mode, massive damage control mode. Because when I say that Games Workshop had been attacked over this, I mean very, very loudly on every social media platform they're part of. Um... Yeah. So, first question I'm sure most people have, which is the question I had, is what the hell's a DMCA strike? So again, I'm going to read this word for word. A DMCA strike is a penalty system used by online services providers against those who infringe on copyrights. Rather than being banned, an offender, upon their first violation... Uh, the service provider will allow them to set a number of violations or strikes before they remove the individual's internet access services. It's an American thing, um, apparently. Uh, that does not mean that it would not apply to other countries because they're based in the UK, I believe. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but that, that is essentially what it is. So Battle, Battle Scribe have very much laughed this off as an ill-advised joke. There's been a few people that have tried to suggest that they're just saying that to hide the fact that it wasn't a joke, um, but they have very much been very, very clear that this was a joke, and I'm going to come back to why they're making that very clear in a minute. 
Uh, actually, no, I'm just going to say this now. Battlescribe are playing this off as a joke and being very loud about the fact that this is a joke because, in my opinion, they're trying to avoid a libel lawsuit. Because if G-Dub wanted to, with the way that this affected them on social media, G-Dub would have a very strong case. And I really doubt that Battlescribe would be able to stand on two feet if G-Dub were to do something about it. Um... This was a really, really stupid decision. Not by Battlescribe, although it might have been by Battlescribe. They might just be throwing somebody on the bus. I don't think they are, but they could be. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm all for, like, trolling. And, well, I'm not all for trolling, but I, I get trolling because that's what they've essentially Trolling where trolling is deserved. Troll. It's all very funny. Everybody laugh at our joke. I know it was a really silly thing, but everybody laugh at our joke. It, it, it's okay. But that their joke has openly attacked another company and a very big company too. Um, they're going to be, be honest, very it, careful with this. In the realm of our hobby, probably the biggest company. Very much so. And it, like, there's no gray area on... I mean, libel is not a small deal. No. Um, um, parody th is there's not libel. A but, and I wish I still had my screenshot, but... The screenshot, like what they posted was, I would argue, not something that would fall under parody. There was nothing parody about it. It was presenting itself as fact. Um, no, and no. One of their Twitter sources actually shared it and pointed it out. Like the, the, the person or people involved in this made sure it got noticed. There's a reason why G-Dub got attacked over this for about a 24-hour period yeah. by a very large percentage of the population, well, tabletop population. There's several news sources that picked up the story as well. Uh, and when I say news sources, I mean tabletop media sources. Uh, Spiky Bits is the first one that comes to mind, though I'm not a huge fan of them. I know that I have a very large following. Um, and most of the people that picked this source up picked it up as news because that's how it was presented. So, yes, from a trolling point of view, that makes it a lot funnier. Um, but from a danger point of view, there's two sides to this. I mean, yes, the joke worked, and yes, that makes it funny, but if G-Dub wanted to, and I'm not saying they do, I really doubt that they will because... That's only going to make them look worse. They're, well, they're probably big enough they don't really care about something like this either. Well, that too. But if G-Dub wanted to get on a soapbox about this, I don't think Battlescribe would last five minutes. In all, oh, yeah. I really don't. Um, maybe pick your audiences and your topics for trolling a bit better, guys, because this is not good. Um, I mean, it's certainly not attacking a YouTuber about using a word that you own uh, and then claiming that it was a mistake. Um, it's certainly not using oh. quite violent pictures um, to advertise a product, uh, but it's still not intelligent. This was a very stupid decision. Funny or otherwise, this was stupid, like massively stupid. Um, yeah. Here's hoping the next fortnight's not controversial in nature and we can just talk about fun stuff. Right, like that one thing. Yeah. So uh, uh, this is something you and I are both very interested in. Actually, I have a little follow-up uh, on something else. Um, per Mythic Games, Oceanic, which is you, and United States, which is me, both ships carrying Super Fantasy Brawl ha docked as of the 18th. Ooh. I was wondering what you were talking about. It's like, what's Per Mythic yeah. Games? 
names. <laughs> I misheard you. Per, per, Permiathic, no, per mythic games. Yeah, so I get that uh, name. The eighteenth, <laughs> the eighteenth. So our Fridays, um, which I mean, it works out because your Friday happened before my Friday because yeah, um, the ships docked per, per the uh, update on Wednesday. They said the ships were arriving on on the eighteenth. So uh figure you know a few more days and boxes are going to be in the post and then boxes will be arriving on doorsteps yep but then we will be unboxing so, and so, so we're getting closer wondering what mythic are like to deal with we have had genuine news stories that we've casually talked about every episode for how long now but like their updates are weekly uh, uh bi-weekly sometimes uh yes but but the bi-weekly ones are usually because they're at an event um and yeah. on the weeks where they don't run it, they still tend to do the Q and A, but like their updates are regular. Uh, their updates also oh, yeah. concentrate on most of their games, not just no. the one. Uh, the video host is usually concentrating on several of their products. Um, yeah, we so, um, about one at this point, but yeah, good to um, do. So far, yeah. The uh, the other exciting thing is too is uh they're we're looking at doing two two new demos for another game, uh, Hell the Last Saga, which I'm I'm actually trying to avoid that so the content is as new and exciting for when I finally get it in my hands since it is going to be a very narrative based game. I'm trying to avoid yeah. any information about it because, well, yeah. Um. So there's that. Um. Yeah, no, that's that's a big exciting thing. Is uh, Super Fantasy Brawl is is getting closer to our our hot hot little hands. I've I've lost my Bruce. Sorry, we had another door knock. I have no idea what this one is. Oh. Also, real quick, uh, on your uh, green screen, the yeah. logo's backwards. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you turn around and look over your shoulder, you'll see it's backwards. <laughs> see, on my screen, if I put it the right way then it appears backwards. So obviously that's not how it... So which hand am I holding up right now, according to where you're looking? Here, let's just, let's just do this. Oh, my, hi. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I just noticed that when oh, you got JP. up, I was just like, wait, our logo's backwards. Our logo backwards or not? <laughs> okay, cool. I can fix that. Maybe it's because you're you're, you're in Australia and we're, you're southern, we're northern, and it just... It no, it's something us. that's been annoying me for weeks. <laughs> because... On my screen at the moment, it appears correctly, but that's only because I have loaded the picture backwards on purpose. Ah. But if I load it the correct way, then on my screen, it appears backwards. So it actually shows differently on my screen to your screen, and I've had nobody to be able to verify this for me. I will fix it later. Um, <laughs> yeah. So now uh, aiming for the indie. Yeah, so this is one that um, Michelle came across. He had a couple, but I deleted the other one because he never actually gave me the website. Oh. Also, we only want one a week, so. Because right. I think coming up in Game Talk oh, that I'd like to be able to have some time for. So the Kickstarter that I've shared is not live. This is an old Kickstarter. The reason that we're discussing it is because this is a Kickstarter that is about to launch to the... Um, the, the product is literally shipping right now. Um, it's called Witching Hour. So it's like a fantasy based around the time where witches were being attacked and so forth. It's very much in that set. Uh, from the look of it, they're kind of dealing with like actual witches, not the pretend witches that were going on at the time. It's like, what if this was real? Um, 
without having read everything that I possibly can in in about this, I don't know if either side is necessarily picked as the villains or the heroes. I suspect that it's done as grey because that would be the way that you do this. Um, models wise, though, I really love these models. They're gorgeous. I'm I'm really um shocked at the uh, the size of the pledge too. They were looking for a uh, thousand seven hundred fifty pounds. That's a pretty yeah, small. Modest, yeah. I mean that that's a good paycheck to be honest. Um, and then you know they they got almost what forty seven hundred pounds or euro. Sorry, euro. This is all in euro, not pounds. Euro. Uh, oh yeah, because it's in the Netherlands, so yeah, they're gonna use Euro. Um, good looking stuff. Uh, I like the concept. Um, I'm gonna scream cultural cultural appropriation for using something from uh, American history for a game in Europe. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't just happening in the US. Yeah, no, that's just where it got the most press because there was more people there. Well, no, we 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 just we we can't do anything small over here. No, no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> this this happened worldwide, unfortunately. Um, so so the main picture, you got the witch, you know, your classic, you know, pointy chin, large nose, you know, pointed hat witch. Clearly, the they one, this way. yeah. The other the other mini looks like Van Helsing meets a pilgrim. Yeah, it's very much your classic witch hunter. Um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing here. Like genuinely, I I really like what they're saying here. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. not like we haven't seen witches done before, uh, but I think this might be the best-looking witch I've seen in a while, like, without question. Uh, best stereotyped witch. Yes. Like I said, it, it's taking this as if it was real. So no offences to those that practice witchcraft out there, but I'm talking about the fiction of witches being real. Um, the boy of oil, toil, and trouble. Yeah, because that is exactly what they're aiming for. Yeah. Uh, they're showing off the rule books in one of their most recent updates from August 14th. It's a gorgeous looking book. It's all full color. Yeah. So, yeah, Witching oh, Hour. And it says it's currently shipping. Yep, literally, it's currently shipping. The game is by a company called Hazard by Des Sorry, Hazard Game Design. Um, was originally done in February this year and is on its way out. We'll share the link. Um, we'll share the link to the Kickstarter, which again was February, so it's done. But that links to their website if you want to keep an eye on it, uh, because you cannot buy it yet. But if you're interested in it, you will be able to buy it soon. And that about That's does it for us in the news. Yeah, very much so. So, shall we discuss some hobby? Dream blue, crying paint. Have you any? Because I have none. Uh, I have been doing some painting. I um, finally pulled my uh, my wet palette back out and did my wet palette. So it's all dry now. Well, my <laughs> wet palette. I had to buy new parts for it months ago, like six, eight, nine. Like it was ages ago. Uh, and I do, I do think I mentioned it at the time. And I bought the stuff, and it sat on the shelf, and I haven't touched it since. So I've got one of the Stay Wet ones by... Who makes this? Masterson's. Uh, it's because just, it's a uh, solid color, it's not showing up through your little split cam thing. Yeah, so it, it's, it's hiding your face now. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's a Masterson's one. It's, it's not specifically tabletop. It's just an art company uh, that sell them. 
Um, works quite well. Um, it wasn't really working well for me when I was trying to use it the other day, um, but that was because I kind of screwed up doing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I got a, I got a bit, a lot of painting done. Well, not a lot. I got a bit of painting done. I still got a lot more work to go on. Probably fifty percent there when it comes to my pledge, which should have been finished like a month ago. Uh, but I'm sticking, I have not opened any other boxes of anything, and I'm still not doing that until I finish my pledge. I'm being a good boy. Um, I also recently ordered something for my, well, a couple of things for my 3D printer. Um, this is something that I will show off at another time. Um, well, I'll show the box off now, but I'll unbox this later. Um, I've also had to buy a new screen for my 3D printer because my current one got covered in resin. So, yay! Otherwise, yeah, it's kind of been it's been another one of those fortnights for me. But I have actually done stuff, which is good. Well, I, I I've been doing stuff. It's been for my house, not for my hobby. So, inexcusable. Um, yeah, I know. Um, I'm I'm, I'm going to try to set a goal for myself though of, of of trying to do at least thirty minutes a night at least on uh on some of my uh Death May Die stuff for Cthulhu because it's been sitting there. Um, I I got a lot of positive reviews on the uh the one photo I did post to a, a painting group. So using nothing but contrast i might add so I, I i need to get going on that again and, and try to get that painted so we can i can start doing the games with it um uh the backpack uh kickstarter did did fun successfully shocking enough so uh i will have a backpack showing up to carry games around in um that's about it for for my hobby i've i've, I've spent money <laughs> yep yeah i've done that um i had a couple of books arrive for Frostgrave. Um, I have the Ghost Archipelago main book. I have the Gods of Fire book. I have Rise of the Lich King, Wrath of the Lich King. I don't remember. I'm kind of trying. Wrath of the Lich King is a World of Warcraft expansion. Then it's not that one. Um, my main rule book for Frostgrave itself has not arrived and is on back order. Um, and will not arrive until November, which really annoys me because it wasn't even advertised as being back ordered at the time i've been told that if i want to cancel my pre-order and get it elsewhere which is what i'm very tempted to do that i would get a store credit which is fine because it's not like i won't use it um i really don't want to have to wait till november for it i kind of ordered it now because i wanted it now and i have everything yeah. apart from you know the actual book that i need because i need the main rule book to play the game and that's the only book i don't have so frustrated yay um otherwise yeah things are good let's discuss a game that's currently Something really cool yeah genuinely we, we did kind of vaguely discuss this a couple of weeks ago but we genuinely have a preview of alan's high caliber game for game talk talk nerdy to me so high caliber um yeah high caliber Alan is a war one and world war two naval warfare game um this has been something that alan from laser touch has been working on for a while by the look of it um was laser forge laser forge sorry laser touch is something Jeez. that doesn't even exist anymore Bruce. <laughs> uh first thing i like it's using d12s I, I like the fact that it's not just using d6s though it's the same as everything else does um like seriously i love this because d6 d6s suck 
I just outright suck. I'm not not holding back on D sixes. Hate me. I hate D sixes. They suck. Use different dice. Um, no, I mean. <laughs> D6s work, but there's only so much flexibility in a rule set where you've only got six results. If you're using D10s, right. D12s, D20s, it actually allows you more flexibility in how you do your game. So that that's the first thing I like about this. Um, my friend David that's doing another game that we've discussed a couple of times is using D10s pretty much because I suggested it, um, and it's proven to work very well for him. Uh, scale of this is one twenty four hundred scale. Um, so giant ships are going to be like that ish big, um, which is kind of it's around the usual scale that you usually see them in. Uh, it is going to be played on a six by four, which is fairly standard. Uh, pre measurements are strictly prohibited during gameplay, which is something I. I like the fact that it's purely stated um, because it means that you have to plan everything properly. Uh, all measurements, uh, th there's a reason that he's decided to do that too um, because this uses specific measurement ranges and if you don't plan things properly, very much like in I'm going to make a comparison with X-Wing, if you don't plan it, you can crash into each other, um, yep. which is why you're not allowed to pre-measure because you're kind of taking away one of the most important aspects of the game if you just, you know, cheat. Um, so, yeah, line of sight specifically drawn a certain way. Um, I also want to say, Alan, I love the fact that this looks like... Uh, it, I, the rule book looks like I'm reading a top-secret war document that I'm not supposed to look at. I love the fact that you've designed it that way. Um, restricted allies are allied eyes only. So does that mean that people that play the other armies are not allowed to read the rule book? How are they going to learn? I'm just being a smart ass. <laughs> Um, so, so, so yes, this is in, um, Alan has specifically said this is in the most early of betas. Uh, matter of fact, a new rule update was just done today, the 20th of September. Oh, um, I'm reading an old version of the rules then. Yeah. Um, so, so Mine looking at the, the, yeah, if, if you look at the, uh, the, the, his website, um, so the mini itself has actually nothing to do with the measurement for shooting or it's the base. Yes. So, so right, right off the bat, he, he's gone through and do a couple, done a couple things that are just, you know, it's, it's not the mini, it's the base. You measure off of the base. Yep. Perfect. Great. Well, it should be. Second, second, he has the movement templates for turns and stuff like that. That means there's no fudging. It is what it is. And the design um, that they only fit, fit a very specific way so you can't just oh no it's just loosely on there and i'm gonna go here no it fits a certain way there's something on the base that needs to fit properly you can't fudge yep. this it's going to be actually like he's designed everything so that it has to work a proper way which i like now that being said too the other uh tokens and templates that he has for the game look absolutely amazing as well too i mean He's got a few years' experience doing this, so it only makes well, sense kind of that you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, I I haven't had much of a chance to go through and look at look through and read some of the stuff. Uh, I am probably going to try to pick up a a copy of this. Um, Alan has given us permission to you know you know as long as we explicitly say it's in beta to to do video testing on this you know and, and play games that way. Well, we so. can easily do that. Um, yeah. he's designed like he's he's gone through this very specifically. 
this is a product that's currently on beta and for 30 pounds you can get an early version of the rule set which is literally what we're reading uh and uh the fleets to play the game um his website has all of the like it's it's a very good deal actually i mean you're getting something very early um i mean from his standpoint it makes sense as well because he can get the word out early and he kind of gets fans on board to get the mission out so that by the time he gets to production he already has people on board to get the word the word out um he's done well he's doing really well with this um i'm very interested to actually see how this plays out yeah, um, I, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. No, I know. I know there's the reasoning for it, you know. But I just absolutely love the uh, the resin uh, framework, you know, with the ships at an angle. Like, yes. I don't know if I'd want. Yes. I don't know if I'd want to trim that off because it looks so so beautiful like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm very interested. Like I said, I, I I'm 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 you know probably gonna try to get, pick up a copy of this and grab the one uh, drop fleet guy that's still local and be like, Hey, world war two ship game. Let's go. And, uh, and, and check it out and everything. Um, now based off the, the size and scale, I'd like to see how it plays on a smaller surface because as cool and great as, you know, six by four is let's be honest, Bruce, do you have room for six by four in your, uh, your flat? Um, with a friend? Yeah. Just, or do you have, you know, no, no, I mean, space? my table is not six by four, but I have a way of yeah. doing it on top of the table. Right. The, the, uh, yeah, the, that, that'd be my, yeah, that would be my one critique is, you know, games workshop has done it for, 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 uh, words are hard. Games workshop has done it. They've shrunk their surface that they normally play on. Yeah. Which I think is a mistake. I, but yeah. It is what it is. I, th that's what I like about the, the drop fleet and drop zone. You know, it's yeah. a much more attainable surface. It's, a four by four um yeah, I, i'd like to see some you know you know if i can get my hands on set you know i might do some experimenting of you know let's do a three by five or you know something like that you know like a yeah a smaller you know because that, that was the other thing too about uh the attack wing and the star the star trek version of it is you know what was it like a three and a half by three and a half or something like that it was nowhere near three the same three, yeah 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 three by three yeah so um the, the minis themselves i mean they look they look very well very good quality just from the, the picture that i've got i don't um alan's been doing stuff like this for a while so i i, I expect nothing but you know good quality out of, out of him at this point yeah there's something um, i want to point out in the rules wise to you uh go to page 20 for me oh god um uh it's the launching tool yeah, yeah. thing it, it's just something yeah, funny that i noticed that shouldn't need to be in a rule link? Book, but i love the fact that it is um right. we cannot share this rule book with you for obvious reasons but basically what alan has done is shown how you're using torpedoes and one of the examples of not to do is shoot yourself with your own torpedoes i just love the fact that it's there <laughs> that genuinely made me laugh I am I'm currently trying to look them up right now still. Oh good. It's like you, you get down launching torpedoes examples and it's a base with the token next to it. You can shoot them straight out, you can shoot them at an angle so long as you place them properly. Uh but you can't have it so that the torpedoes are shooting into your own ship. I'm not actually I, I'd kinda like to see somebody explain to me how a ship could shoot itself with its own torpedoes. Um I don't know. I mean I guess you'd have to find a way of turning them on. And then throwing them into the water by hand, which wouldn't be possible. Um, but being dumb enough... I mean, I know that people have shot bazookas the wrong way. 
I don't know. I, I just kind of, I kind of want to see that in a movie or something now. <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm having a little trouble here, so I'll take your word on it. It's all good. Um, I just thought it was amusing. Yeah, Alan, um, don't change that. I, I know I'm kind of making fun of something that's in the rule book. I'm not telling you to change it. It's it's brilliant. Everything about that is brilliant, even from the funny point of view. Um, he needs his own traffic jams. Is all it is, and that's what this is. Uh, no, it's not a traffic jams. This is an example of how to place <laughs> your. Um, it's just an example of how to place the token thing like, and how to do it right and how not to do it right. And one of the ways of not doing it right is putting it backwards, which would mean that you're shooting your own ship. There's nothing wrong with this at all. I just found it amusing because of the context of what the, of what the actual token is. Um, um, no, yeah. he, he does say the provisional date for general release is November 2020. This may su be subject to change based on community feedback. So Yeah, because if people find... If people find giant holes in the rules, then obviously he'll have to go back and and um, patch them. So, yeah, he's giving he's giving himself a, a decent time frame to work with, which is good. Because um, with these sort of things, you kind of need to do that, and sometimes it takes a lot longer in the public eye than you expect it to. So uh, he has actually started a a um, group on Facebook for those that have got into this. There's still. At last I checked, 30 places left for those that would like to get in on the beta testing on this. Um, it is fairly limited. Um, and as I said, very it's not that expensive to get into. Um, yeah, loving what I'm seeing. Any game talk on your side? Um, um, no, oh, actually... <laughs> Uh, I need to find this real quick. Uh, I did uh, get myself put on a list for a, a game that um, caught Casey's eye, actually. Um, I can't find it now. Um, oh, uh, yeah, JP uh, got a couple of games of uh, Blood Bowl in with his, uh, uh, what was that called? The the thing you did, JP, what was that called? Help me with words. I can't word. He had the cute little stuff. Oh, the Chaos Cup, yes. Answer me this, JP. Those stunty lizardmen, are they the impact ones that we discussed last time? Grebo, sorry. I thought they were. They were like cute little Blood Bowl minis that I was like, I want to buy these, but they don't have them for the right one I want. And that's what he has. <laughs> um, yeah. His first day, he didn't play a game from memory because he was too lazy and he couldn't be bothered. No, he, he was the odd person out and got left out and had to sulk in the If you've seen pictures of JP, you'd understand why he was the odd man out. <laughs> yeah. Did you have fun sitting in the corner watching everybody else have fun while you didn't get to have any? That's good. And he is now one win, one loss from memory. So somebody's played a game. It's just not one of us. People brought him drinks. I want to be the odd man out. I've never had people buy me drinks when I was the odd man out. Dad, no kidding. He has a much better community than I do. I'm. I have had somebody buy me a drink while I was playing a game with them. Hi, Mick. You're awesome. <laughs> um, but otherwise, upcoming events, events, events. We need to actually do a proper thing for that. Yeah, except for the fact we've been doing it so long without a proper thing. That's kind of the thing. I know. <laughs> um, okay. Actually, I, I I was thinking about that because um, because now we've got, you know now whether we're trying to do the uh, the aiming for the indie, I, I feel that that needs its own segment too. Yeah. Um. So I'm still undecided if I like the name that I've given it, but we'll we'll come back to that another time. Okay. So we've got a couple of things. The Awakening is a Marvel Crisis Protocol tournament that's coming up on that date. Doesn't make any sense. 
Oh. I think it's supposed to be the 17th of November 2020, but I've written the 17th of January because I'm an idiot. Um, it's happening in Oberon Hasselt in Belgium. Uh, I'm sure that somebody's going to laugh at me for how I've said Hasselt. Um, thanks, Michelle. You're laughing at me saying things wrong. It's very helpful. Uh, there's 12 places in the tournament, and they will actively have measures in place because of COVID-19. Uh, because they want to be safe and not spread things for obvious reasons. Um, if you would like to take part in the tournament, you can email the person running it. I will have their email address on the show notes, or George will. Uh, I'm going to just quickly say it. I'm not going to try and say this name. I'm just going to say it out loud. D-A-H-E-R-C-K-A. Deherka at hotmail.com. Um, so there's only 12 spots there. It's in Belgium, but if you're in that side of the world and you're loving my Marvel Crisis Protocol, then go and beat some people up in a tournament. Um, Alliance Armory are also running a 40K tournament. It's a ninth edition tournament called No Surrender. Uh, AllianceArmory.net. Uh, it's already sold out. 64 tickets sold out. Nice. Um, I don't have a date for that one. Why do I not have a date for that one? Um, does it almost way. matter at this point? Because, I mean, it's sold well, out. Well, it's sold out so. anyway, yeah. Um, this must be one that, that our friend Michelle has shared with us. So I do have evidence that he's... I do have evidence that he's played with my run shade. It was him that deleted my picture. <laughs> um, yeah, 64 places all sold out. Um, that's That's a really good showing. Uh, this is taking place in the Vandervalk Hotel, and that's something else he can laugh at me for saying wrong. I might just start saying things wrong on purpose I, just to trigger him. I, I, I think the, 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 the sole purpose of the Dutch is to have words in their language that normal people who speak a uh, Anglo-based uh, language can't pronounce. Yeah. Pronouncing something you've never heard of and only see written is never going to be easy to begin with. Hey, you were a lot closer to Muerta than you are any other thing in, in the Dutch language, so. True. So, other than deliberately triggering Michelle because he deserves it, um, I think that's us. <laughs> uh, I think that is it. I can't, I can't find the little thing, but I think it was like space puppies. It looked like a steam, uh, not steampunk, uh, shadow run, but with, with puppies. Nice. Um, for those that are supporting us, we very much appreciate it. For those that are supporting us on Patreon, we appreciate it even more. Um, look, it's two bucks a month. If you can support us, that would be wonderful. Um, it's patreon.com slash getting tabled. If you're not in a position to do that, we completely understand. Continue to like, share our product around. We, we are actively trying to grow this audience um, and get our numbers up, which would be very much appreciated. Visit the website, facebook.com slash getting tabled is the main source of everything that we do. Uh, we do have a YouTube. If you go, if you do a search for getting tabled on YouTube, we will be the first result that comes up. Um, Shocking. Well, I'm <laughs> proud of that name. I, I like the fact that we can, that we got that before anybody else did. I, um, I'm 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 still flabbergasted that we we managed to like snag this before it was a thing. Actually, yeah. Uh, Twitter is at getting tabled, which I know surprises everybody. Our website is gettingtabled.weebly.com, and we have an Instagram, which I believe is at getting tabled. Yeah, it's getting tabled. It's almost like we're trying to stick with a the theme. I think I said that joke last time too. Otherwise, thank you very much, George. Thank you, Bruce. 
JP, it was good having you along for the ride. And this Can is the button. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at soundimage.org.